Hey, friends, and welcome to another episode of the podcast, this time brought to you by the law offices of David Carrier. And on this episode, we're talking about life planning with David Carrier himself. As I said, my guest today as we navigate finances, David Carrier, a guy I've known for a long, long time. I am super excited to jump in here and and talk a little bit. So first, David, how are you today? I am doing well, Eric. Uh, You're super excited? Well, uh, I'm super duper excited. How about that? (laughs) We're gonna. This is how we're gonna do it. Okay, that's that's fine. We'll just one up each other for the entire length of of the conversation. I'm a but, lawyer, man. I went to law school twice. <laughs> I went to law school. What do you want? But David, you know, there's a couple things I want to talk to uh, today. Number one, sure. I certainly want to get to the three pillars of what David Carrier Law does for their customers, for their clients. And number sure. two, I want to talk a little bit about how people are thinking about money now coming out of question mark a global pandemic and right. you know i right. i want to get into the blog post that you just put up you are putting up an absolute insane amount of content so if people want to know more about this your website is an excellent source as is the youtube channel both of those things uh, you know i found a wealth of information and i think the work that you're doing is incredible but let's start with the blog post that you just put up uh sure. that was talking about kind of not being a pathetic victim and instead shifting that mindset and understanding, you know, that I'm going to protect the things that I've worked very hard for because I feel like I'm in a system where it's trying to take all that stuff. Right. So, so, you know, it's been 31 years I've been after doing this kind of thing and you're always thinking, well, what is it? What is this really all about? You know, really, what's the big idea? What's the big picture? Why do folks work with us? Right. And this is the pity, sympathy, respect um, is, is the fundamental, right? I mean, you've worked really hard. Uh, you put in the overtime. You did the stuff nobody wanted to do uh, on the job. You saved, you didn't go to the casino. The kids wanna go to McDonald's. You say, forget about it. We got hamburgers at home, right? You did all the things to put yourself in a strong financial position. And, and you worked with financial advisors, money folks, who, who are simpatico with you, who, who get it, you know? It's not, oh, we're gonna hit a bunch of home runs because that's how you get a bunch of strikeouts. Instead, you've built, built, built 401k, 403b, thrift savings plan, whatever it is, uh, working with your financial advisor, wisely tending the garden, being a good, being a good steward. You've done all that stuff. You know, we're looking for the you know, jackpot at the casino. Now, there are people doing that. There are people who didn't contribute a nickel to their 401k. And when they get older and they need long-term care, then Medicaid pays for that, but they're kind of pathetic. And the problem is that you're gonna wind up exactly in the same situation, right? Because your financial advisor is tending the garden, you know, adding to the bountiful harvest. You're comfortable, things are going well, until Alzheimer's dementia, Parkinson's, uh, physical disability, um, ALS. I mean, these things are realities. 70% of folks wind up in long-term care. That's the government. If you're 65, 70% chance and a 20% chance of being in that care for more than five years. That's what breaks the middle class. So you go from having savings, house paid off, maybe a 
maybe a single wide, you know what I mean, on the lake, a cottage. Yep. You know what I mean. Yeah. It smells musty, but, hey, it's ours. <laughs> yes, uh, all that. You know, every fall we're pouring, you know, you're you're – you're thinking now, right? Oh, better get the antifreeze to put down the toilets, right? <laughs> yes. We're going to be closing that place up, uh, back to school and all. So you're there, right, until you need long-term care, and then there goes the cottage. There goes the life savings. And, you know, those people who, you know, who kind of watched you maybe with a little bit of envy because you were doing the good thing, now they're all cluck, cluck, cluck. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Oh, poor Eric. Oh, isn't it so sad? You know, and they ask you, well, you you know, too bad you can't go to the cottage anymore. Oh, too bad this, too bad that. You know, you become an object of their pity. Well, see, sympathy is different, right? Sympathy is the love that friends have for one another, for being in a tough spot. It's not pity. Pity is different. Pity is when other people view you as pathetic. And, and you've worked your whole life not to be pathetic, not in your own eyes, not in the eyes of anyone else. So I'm not talking about sympathy. I'm talking about that, oh, poor you, which is not a genuine thing at all. It's just uh, it's, it's putting you down. So what if you can respond to those people with, hey, guess what? Uh, actually, uh, we still have a cottage. We were there this weekend. Uh, yeah, the hydrangeas are looking wonderful. And, uh, oh, but yeah, I know it's too bad that Debbie is in the long-term care and all the rest, but you know, we got it handled. We got the at-home care. We got this help. We got that help. And, uh, you know, things look fine. Pity turns to respect. You did the right thing. You did the right thing with the savings. You did the right thing with the financial advice. You know, you, you did all those things correctly, but you also handled the rest of the story the rest of it, which is how do I avoid nursing home poverty? How do I get services, not in a nursing home, but at my home, delivered to the home? That's what this is all about. And that's why I say it's pity, you don't want that, you hate it. Sympathy, you welcome it, you offer it freely, you accept it as a gift from, a loving gift from your friends, from, you know, other, and then respect, which is, you know, I can look at myself. I know I did the right thing. I'm not just squirreling around hoping the government gives me something. Look, I want what I paid in for. I want that. Don't get me wrong. I paid for Medicaid. I paid for it. The question that comes up, right, is when people get introduced to you and the things that you're doing, they think to, to themselves, am I too late? And so at what point mm. should they be coming to see you to make sure that they are protecting? You and I were talking a moment ago before we started. They're protecting the bottom of the bucket so it doesn't fall out and they don't end up in nursing home poverty. Right. So here, here's my, you know, 31 years later. I mean, look at lessons learned. Uh, you know, in the Army, you always after you always do an after action port report with whenever you do anything. Um, and you have lessons learned. So the lessons learned after 31 years of doing this is that it's never too late. There's always, always something you can do. Uh, And the easiest, most effective, least expensive thing you can do is the pre-planning, is the life planning uh, that we talk about. Uh, It pays huge dividends, not only uh, in a long-term care situation, but also you know, down through the generations. It's, it, you know, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Bill Gates, uh, uh, Pete Thiel, 
um, Steve Jobs, you know, all the, you know, the gazillionaire type, uh, Elon Musk, they plan for their families and all the rest. And a lot of folks think, oh, well, if I had a million dollars, I'd do that. Oh, if I had, I have a million dollars. If I had $2 million, I'd do it. Well, if I have $2 million. Oh, if I have four. No, 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 no. You see, money can be a lifeline. You're not trying to live your kids' lives for them, right? That's not what an inheritance is about. Inheritance could be about, yeah, we got a trip to Disney World. We've never been there. That could be about that. But the the what we've seen is the most, I don't know if impactful is a word, but the most impactful uh, inheritances are those which are the emergency fund for the kids. And that could be 20000 It could be 200000 It's money that's secure, that can never be taken away from the kids, that they have total control over, right? And it just frees them from the, if the, if the bottom drops out of the water heater, what am I going to do? Oh, dear, the refrigerator just exploded. Now what? Uh, credit card, I guess, 25% interest. No, no, you've got, you did that for your kids. You know, it's very, very powerful that it doesn't take a lot of money to do it. See, here's the, so, you know, you know, I do that two hour radio show on wood, right? Yep. So, I mean, I can go for two hours with very little encouragement and you're great. You're, uh, encourage me here, but you know, it, it's the kind of thing where um, saving it for you First and foremost, one of my favorite slogans, screw the kids. If you do your estate plan, not you because you got little kids, but <laughs> if you've got adult kids. Yes. Well, you, you owe your kids, right? Yeah. If your mom and dad left everything to the church, right? Well, God bless them. Okay. Sure. If you didn't yes. get bupkis, they raised you. You don't look like you're on any uh, mind-altering substances or anything. You look, <laughs> Thank you, know, you. Thank you. You got it that. together. <laughs> This morning I do. Oh, yes, know. I do. I've got it together my, this morning. My, yeah, my professional opinion. Um, so, <laughs> so the th- the thing is, they gave you the greatest gift they could, which was their parentage, which was your feet on the path, all the rest of it. Very different with little kids. Uh, that's a that's a different story. But yep. here's the thing: if they are going to leave you an inheritance, right? There is nothing more pathetic, pathetic again then it goes to the student loan people. It goes to a bankruptcy. It goes somewhere else when it could have been used, right, to provide you with the backbone, with the, you know how it is with your family. You know, your mom and dad are good. You're good with them. You're, you're free to do a lot of things because you've got that, that, that fundamental security. Yes. Right? When, when you've got that fundamental security, it's not just financial, and God bless the financial advisors for providing the financial part of it, but it's not just financial. It's, it's psychic. You know, it's psychological. It's spiritual almost. You know, now you can do, you can try, you can, you can extend yourself, and that's the gift that parents can leave their kids once we've taken care of you. The last thing I want to talk about this morning before we wrap this thing up, and I know that you and I will be back uh, in about a month to do another one of these, which I'm excited about. But the last thing I want to talk about is uh, a thing that you talk about a lot, which is probate. Can you get into a little bit of why people want to avoid that at all costs? I wouldn't say at all costs, 
Um, but probate's a mess. So you go into the supermarket, right? You you know, you say, uh, hey, honey, just drop me off at the door. I'm going in for a loaf of bread. All right? You ever try yep. that at Meyer? Yes. 50 acres, you know? Yes. Good luck. Yeah. And before you know it, you got a double arm load of stuff, which is how most people go through life. They own everything in their own name. It's like you're carrying your groceries around uh, at the supermarket. Of course, for you, it'd probably be Cabela's or Lowe's or something, you know? Sure. Yes. You know, adjust. Yes. Right. Um, well, that's fine as far as it goes. But if you slip and fall and that stuff goes flying, well, you just made a big mess. Now, we're going to haul you away, but who's going to deal with the mess that you left? And it's not slip and fall. It's death or disability. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about your house, your savings. Okay, got it. So the janitor that clean, comes to clean up the mess, that's the probate court, the probate judge. All right. The probate court comes out as the fundamental first one on the scene, clean up on aisle three. All right. That's what the judge is for. Now, along with the judge <clears throat> comes his best friend. Uh, we call him hourly bill. Are you with me on this? Hourly bill. You. Yes. Yes. He's going to help clean up the mess. <clears throat> that would be the probate attorney. Right. And you don't know where it's going to end because it's just hourly bill. Right. And let's hope that people get fighting because that means more hours, more for hours, hourly yeah. bill. Yeah. So probate is the way to clean up the mess. A will is simply a note that they found in the mess that says, hey, hey, yo, janitor, here's where I want you to put the stuff. And maybe the janitor follows your instructions and maybe they don't. Who knows? But that's what you're doing. And the key here is, that's after death probate, right? Um, you fell, made a big mess. The worst part is when we've got someone who has put off doing the plan, you know, doing any planning, and now they wind up in a long-term care situation and they are incapacitated. So now we can't save what they've got, except as the probate court will allow us. Well, listen, the probate court is all about sell it and spend it. 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 I want to hang on to some of it so that I can supplement what Medicaid will pay for. See, Medicaid, it, Medicare is acute care. Medicaid is long-term care. That's just how America does it. You, you, you can imagine it was different. It isn't different. 80% of the folks in any nursing home are on Medicaid. It's just the way it works. But I want to be respected. I tended the garden. I ran the race. I fought the good fight, right? I have some surplus. I would like for that surplus to benefit my spouse, to benefit me. See, if you've been in a nursing home for a month, how many showers have you had? The answer is four. Every week, whether you need it or not, you get a shower. And your clothing goes in a vat with everyone else's clothing and organic material. I know this is a family show, so I'm not going to go into more sure. detail yeah, yeah. Yep. about the organic material. All right? Got it. Yep. And maybe you get your clothes back and maybe you don't. And frank and frankly, probably you don't. Right. Oh, plus you've got a roommate that likes to sing tiptoe through the tulips or the battle hymn of the Republic. You choose at 3 a.m. Well, if I've retained your savings, if you've retained the money that you've been such a good steward of, if you retain it, 
Now I can buy a private room. Now I can buy and pay for a certified nursing assistant to stand guard every. Now, Eric, are you a morning shower person or an evening shower person? I am a morning shower person. So you're going to hire the CNA to show up in the morning. Other people are evening shower people. Do you see? Yes. If you have the money, you can pay for this stuff. We want you to pay for this stuff. Why not? Okay? Why shouldn't you enjoy the fruits of your labor? That's so, so the, but the whole probate thing is, you know, the whole probate thing is, oh, no, 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 no. Spend full fare, get rid of it all. And then when you're on Medicaid, you just get what everybody else gets. Even though you did, you lived your life. See, here's the thing. If you've got life savings in 20th century, 21st century, 21st century, right? It is, yes. Yeah, it's the 21st, okay. Or is it the 22nd century? I don't know. Anyway, whatever century it is we're in, you're in a, you're in a uh, spend, 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 spend. I mean, that's all the messages getting beamed at you, right? Yep. And you didn't do that. You lived your life differently. You were the good steward. You were the person who looked out, who looked ahead. And the way the system is set up, you don't get any benefit from it. You don't. Life planning is all about making sure that you and your family enjoy the fruits of your labor. Now you need the financial advisor, right? They're the person who comes, oh, till, till the soil and all the rest of that stuff to grow, uh, grow the funds. Very, very important. But as you say, you've got a bucket of money here what happens when the bottom falls out? We're going to prevent the bottom from falling out. That's what the life plan is all about. All right, David Carrier, if people want to reach out to you, what is the best way to get a hold of you? You know, if you give us a call, it's 800-800-317-2812. We're statewide. As I was saying before, the, before we got started, I'm kind of a one-trick pony. You know what I mean? For, for me, it's all about defending the middle class. It's all about you retaining what you have earned about getting a fair shake. I don't think the middle class gets a fair shake. I think you've got wealthy people who've got it made. I think you've got people with no assets who don't have to pay for it. And I think you're the ones paying the middle class. Those are the ones who pay for everything. Well, why should you be impoverished? Just give me the deal you're giving that other guy. That's all I'm asking for. I paid in. I'd like a little bit of payback. And I would like to use my savings to increase, to get the things I want. You know, sometimes people say, well, well, why should your clients get whatever they want? Because uh, they earned it? Uh, Absolutely. Because uh, they cut the vacation short? Because they took the overtime? Because they did the extra stuff? That's why. Look, I, I believe, and no issue, faith saves, right? You, don't, you can't earn the kingdom of heaven through good works. I have no argument with that. Uh, but we're not on that side of the great divide. We're on this side. And on this side, right, until we get to paradise, faith alone saves, I get it. On this side, though, good works should have good consequences, right? You need to lock them in. You need to understand how the system works. Yes, grow your wealth, grow your life savings with your financial advisor, right? Yeah, absolutely. But then hang on to it. 
in the face of a 70% chance, 70%, 70% chance that you're going to need long-term care. It just seems David, like common sense to me. It absolutely does, my friend. David Carrier, as always, it is a pleasure. Cannot wait to do this again soon. Have an awesome day. Thank you, Eric. You too.